Welcome to Two Tunes Podcast. That was lame, man. Welcome to Two Tunes Podcast. That was, that was like last week. Welcome to Two. <laughs> Welcome. Wait, that I was, can't. That's like I, can't well, do I don't know what you did there, but that was probably kind of cool. All right, save it. S- cut say, it. Say it again. Cut just, it. And just save the it. Welcome. Say it again. Welcome. That. Yeah. I mean, I've, okay. It kind of sounds like like a wrestler. Confession time. <laughs> I've always wanted to do like voiceover work. Okay. Do it. I, yeah. Do it. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> so here's what you do. You go to hitrecord.com. Okay. I mean, do you know what hit record is? Um, push a button. Okay, so hit record is hit record, Joseph okay. Lord Joseph Le- Gordon G- Levitt. Joseph Levitt. JGL. Yeah, yeah. It's himself? he. He has a, a website that fake it's, Robin. It's yes, fake Robin. It's all about <laughs> collaboration. Okay. So he made a website that it's just all about collaboration, and like you can put up whatever creative thing you want, uh-huh. and if they decide, oh, this is really cool, we're gonna put this out, we're gonna we're gonna make this for okay. real. Any money that was ever made on it goes uh-huh. to the people that were involved in making it. That's cool. And he he had a TV show. Mm-hmm. It was like hit hit record on TV. Okay, that's exactly what it was called. Huh. Um, and it was just things that were made within that community. That's cool. And there's a ton of people who just need voiceover. Huh. All right. Because well. they're like, oh, I'd really like, and you could create something. You're just mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm looking for this, 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 this. Yeah. And then you could be like, ooh, that's a really cool poem. I'm gonna voiceover that. Okay. And then you could add that, and it's all about interesting. Uh, creativity and collaboration that's cool and there's tons of stuff it's like hey we're looking for this hey we're yeah. looking for this that's interesting yeah because like i don't like my regular voice <laughs> but you like your group voice no not my group voice but just like i like doing voices and characters and different things and okay. so like that would be like i don't think i don't think anybody would hire me or should hire me to be like uh, yourself a narrator or something or like reading i don't know as I say this on a podcast that I want people to listen to, <laughs> I have a horrible voice. Um, no, please don't listen. I don't think me. I have a horrible voice. I just I don't. There's nothing remarkable about it. I guess in the it way doesn't, it has to be unique. Yeah, you are, and, you do. Everybody has a well, unique sure, voice. But I don't think there's anything special about it. You is what I'm saying. Totally clipped that. You clipped nice. my microphone. Nice. But what I'm saying is like I like doing voices and doing other things, and I think I would have more fun with that if I could be a cartoon character. or... I'm gonna, I'm gonna put or an announcer there. guy for a thing like, hey, come on down to the whatever. I don't know. So there's the my scale. there's my uh, sizzle reel. So feel free, free to use that. Do you know what that weirdly reminded me of though? No. That that hit record thing. I just started listening to a podcast interview with Imogen Heap. Yeah, she's awesome. Didn't we talk about her like a couple weeks ago? I believe so. Um, but Where she has this. <laughs> she has this thing called the Creative Passport. Okay. And it's basically like they're trying to, basically trying to get everybody paid for for stuff related to to music. And so the idea would be that like every song mm-hmm. ever would would carry with it all of this metadata all the time. Yeah. That anytime it's played and used anywhere, it just automatically pays who it needs to pay. And you cut out all the middlemen and you cut out all the things, and it and it actually gets to where it needs to go. And it, it's really – and she was, like, down to the person who did the cover art. Like, all of that stuff is embedded in there, mm-hmm. and and you figure it out. And it was – it it's beyond my total understanding of things because she was talking about blockchain and, like, all this different stuff. But, like, okay. um, that's the part where I was like, 
I've heard of that. That's that's big. I'm on Twitter <laughs> and have seen posts and um, things. But like, but it just kind of reminded me of that thing of like just, just you know, maybe through collaboration, just other things, and and just I thought that was an interesting concept for sure. Even we've talked about just the basic lack of metadata on things like Spotify, even like yeah. who are the other players on this and who you know, whatever. But I thought that was an interesting thing. It just kind of reminded me of that. Kings of Leon is oh, doing something weird with non-fungible. With- with, coins with, or with, tokens or something it's it's a cryptocurrency but it's a cryptocurrency that's based on music yeah i don't understand it at i don't all. Yeah, i don't either but the cool thing was is like when you when we do this and i think it's already like done yeah like it's already next, it's sold. Their, their newest album or song yeah, yeah, or whatever is like, doing it yeah um is that what it is non-fungible tokens i, I have think? no clue I, I i heard it on the local radio station uh, i saw it on twitter so. um and there's like four golden tickets. Yes, like like Willy Wonka, but you you get like free front row seats for any show for the rest of mm. Kings of Leon. So you could just follow them around and be like, I get f- a a non fungible token or fungible. I'm assuming fungible is a special type of cryptographic token which represents something unique. Non-fungible tokens are thus not mutually interchangeable. This is in contrast to cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and many network or utility tokens that are fungible in nature. Or fungible. I don't know. I still don't friggin get it but anyway yeah they're doing something like that with their album now i have some bitcoin so well like i'm i'm i'm, I'm in the loop jeez man. i mean i don't i i have money I have, money matters most <laughs> to you Bo. call back to last week's episode if that was last week's episode or some past episode Bo's maybe this this could Bo's funge in the system <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So just just letting you know that uh, fungible bitcoin one bitcoin one. is worth forty seven thousand eight hundred and one cent <laughs> okay and i have point zero two of that holla so that's almost a thousand dollars cool good for you it's some dogecoin and i doge it's on the rise me <clears throat> is all about it me and like boss logic do you know who those people are no um not at all so mia khalifa is i guess just a is that Wiz Khalifa? Cel- no uh she is a celebrity uh she used to be in the adult industry and now she's just like a personality okay um, you know what i i wonder if there is some i they i don't think her and wiz khalifa are actually related but i believe they're both from like the dc area and stuff because like, like they're both caps and like wizards fan and stuff oh so like first, I, i'm like what are you talking caps? i wonder if there is some like the washington capitals i get like it. if there is some kind of connection like whatever <clears throat> um and then boss logic is an australian uh like artist he does a lot of like fan art type stuff but he's also like now been hired by like disney and marvel and stuff to make like legit things you know what Um, i'm gonna like totally get off topic for a second (laughs) you mean off topic of (laughs) adult entertainers and and artists and dogecoin and stuff dogecoins uh so welcome to uh two tunes podcast by the way where um theoretically we talk about music and specific tunes and stuff but oftentimes we talk about other things okay um so while you're doing whatever you're doing so the, no the, this will be really cool the the point is is that uh Bo and i are both musicians and music teachers and and just music fans and stuff and uh we each present each other a tune to listen to roughly 24 hours in advance you get three listens to it and then we discuss and then talk about other things as well apparently uh sometimes we have a theme this week we have a theme. Yeah, this is our theme right here. This is our theme. What's the theme? You're not doing it. 
No, we gotta say that this is not actually the theme. This is not the theme. No, but this would be good. Wait, pause it. That's the theme from... Sorry. I'm just <laughs> restarting it. Okay, so it's this is... one good. of the themes from WandaVision. Oh, it's, it's, it's the newlywed couple right. theme from episode one. Um, Which would be th- good if, we actually, were, if our theme was not... There, there is actually a <laughs> WandaVision theme. Yes. It kind of evolves over time, and the best version of it, in my mind, is this one. It's like a motif. Is that what you mean? Yeah. It's a motif. Bum, bum, bum. That's the WandaVision. This bum, bum, bum. WandaVision. Yeah, it's in that Did you watch that video, too, that I just saw on YouTube this morning? Maybe. <laughs> Stop doing that. I don't know why you played that in relation to what I was going to say the theme is of this show. I don't know. <laughs> the theme is not theme songs. Because they released the music to every episode. Sure. Because it just wrapped up. Yeah. No, no, no. But like weekly, they were releasing no, the whole music. And it's yeah. uh, the the people who did all of the theme songs right. are the same people who wrote Frozen. Frozen. Yeah. I knew that. And all of the new Disney hits. Yeah. Although. They're kind of like the, uh, the. They're not as good. But anyway. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, what the was... actual theme of this episode <laughs> is closing tracks. Is closing time. Yeah. That would be a great closing track. I bet it's not. It's though. probably not. It's probably like track three or something. Okay. I thought um, you meant like theme song. What? When you were like saying the theme of this show. Is theme songs? Is maybe eventually. Well, yeah. No. that's. I think you maybe misled people. I did. Led us astray. The actual theme is closing tracks of albums. So we previously did uh, opening tracks of albums. Maybe. So closing tracks. We could have. We did. You have to do that one first. <laughs> Why? Because it makes sense. Does it? You go in order. Anyway, so question for you. So I asked you on, on that episode <clears throat> yeah. what um, you know what, what makes, makes an a, opening what track? makes a good opening track. And so like we, we both kind of agreed just something that grabs you, pulls you in yep. in some way. Not mm-hmm. um, or like we also said sometimes there's like an they're like literal intro tracks, like it kind of builds into the album, whether it's like fifteen seconds, thirty seconds, a minute yep. or whatever, like there's ones like that. So to you, closing track, is there something it pu- it puts you to bed. I'm just gonna say that put you to bed. Okay, yeah. something that ends. It, it, I mean, both of ours thing. that we picked today kind of <laughs> do that feels that way for sure. Yeah, or it's the end of a thing or a story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the, so I think both Nirvana albums do it really well. Okay, something in the way. Okay, and all apologies uh-huh. do it really well. I'll take your word for it. Um, Champagne Supernova. Okay, Oasis. Mm-hmm. That did it. That was a lot of the songs that I looked for. Like I'm like, that's that's a really good song. Yeah. And it's the and it's the end. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, cool. But a lot of them were like, oh, that one's really long. Yeah, mine's and a little long. Yours today is too. almost yeah. eight minutes, and I'm like, I wouldn't. I think I didn't choose that type of thing because yeah. I'm like, I'm so eight so my thing like like opening track is different because the whole point is to like get you in bring you in and 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 the closing track thing i think is hard in some ways because in some albums it's just another song it's just another tune it's just the one they put at the end um yes and this is where it goes back to um albums yeah right Mm -hmm. versus just a collection of songs right so a lot I, i was looking at um like punk rock 
albums. Mm-hmm. Basically, I, I did the same thing. I looked through my collection of music, yeah. and I was like, that's a really good album. Yeah. Let me see what the last track that's, is. I did the same thing. I, w- I was telling you when we were texting about this, is like the song that I picked, it is the one that I think of the most. Um, and again, because it has this idea of like, it's a little different. It does kind of cap things off. It's long. Mm-hmm. Those to me, that's kind of what I think of as like a closing track. But I, I did, even though this was the first one I thought of, I did want to dig a little deeper. And so I did the same thing. I went through like saved albums and different stuff that mm-hmm. I have. And what I actually found was, one, I didn't realize that I didn't actually know the last track on a lot of things. Like I thought I knew what the last track was. And then I'd be like, oh no, there is one more after that. Well, and I think a lot of times it's because like the one I associate is that's the last one I usually listen to. And then I skip the last track. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. So yeah. I, I had several of those. Or the other thing I think of is like, especially like a band like Five Iron Frenzy, who always puts like secret tracks and yeah. usually at the end. That's the other thing. So it's like the last track, what I'm really thinking of is that 30 seconds after the mm. eight minutes of silence yeah. <laughs> that happens. But so that that happened uh, a bunch in in this search. Uh-huh. So I was going to do um, off Punk and Drublick, No Effects, but then I was like, well, we've already done No Effects. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's called Rico. Okay. Um, and then there, it's like, I'm like looking at it and I'm like, that's not a 10 minute song. Yeah. And then I like scrub to like the middle. I was like, oh, it's silence. And then, yeah. and then there's like a thing. I was like, how, 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 how. <laughs> so there's like that whole hidden track, which right. I'd be like, there is a hidden track. Maybe, Maybe we'll do a hidden tracks. Th- yes. Yeah. And then like um, Dookie. How did you say that? Dookie. No, that's not what you said. That's what I said. Go back. Yeah, like an umlaut in there or something. <laughs> It's called Dookie? A s- Dookie. Dookie. Did I say Dookie? You're like Dookie? Dookie. <laughs> like it's Dutch or something? <laughs> it's like the slew. There's an umlaut um, over one of the O's and like the slash through the other one. Yeah. So <laughs> Dookie, that like that has a a hidden track. Uh-huh. And and it's not like it's the next track on the like thing. Like yeah. some some albums more recently will will do that. Or maybe like I was looking through like my things that I have put onto my computer. Mm-hmm. So like there, that was only one track. Right. And then there's FOD at the end, which by the way, there's a band called FOD. That's really, really good. Okay. Yes. Named after, named after the thing, yeah. the song. But a lot of those did those like hidden tracks. And uh, what was another one? There was some, I think Nirvana did one at some point. Okay. Anyways, but yeah, like those, those were. So the overall point is it's harder to identify like a great, or what yeah. makes a good closer, I guess, and because it's less I think, defined, I guess. Yeah it, yeah, it it. Oh, the other thing, a lot of like punk rock bands, they'll just like front load it, uh-huh. being like, you know, listen to the like the like hit after hit after hit after yeah. hit, and then just a bunch of like extra songs. Yeah, and then it's like okay, like the front like the first half is for the label, and the second half is for the band, kind of thing. I I get those vibes yeah, yeah. sometimes. Well, like, so my band, the Code. The only really record that that we've released, I wasn't in the band when they did this, but um, all the songs that we play mm-hmm. live mm-hmm. were like within the first half of that record. Right. Everything else, no. Mm-hmm. Like I, we don't play them, and like the numbers on Spotify are not right. Like even close, and I'm like, people don't want to like, like, and right. they're like, yeah, well, we we did the 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 fat record thing where you just like you put all your hits within mm-hmm. the first half and then nobody flips over the record right and they're like i'm gonna start that again and then you go back to the beginning and it's like think of an actual vinyl record uh so yeah you know like in that world you don't really have closers Mm 
um, you you have a ton of hits on the the front half. Yeah. Um, I think the only other one I might have also considered playing was also one a band we've done me first in the gimme gimme's from that R oh. drag record the um, cabaret. Interesting. The closing track on that as well. And again, it's just another track on that album. I like it. Just happens to it be just happens the, to the be. last track. Yeah, I think that these like they are part of an album, something mm-hmm. that you have to listen beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it shouldn't really be considered. Oh, it's a great song, and it just happens to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it really needs to be like, what does it do to the album as a whole? Mm-hmm. Um, for my uh, my song. It, it's kind of that, mm-hmm. but it also like it's a lot different. The album's great, so yeah. you can tell. I, by think, the I think that's the thing too of like the last track being something kind of different. Yeah, is we makes could, it stand out more. We which, could even go back to episode both of these kind of work with that. three, <laughs> episode three with falling down from the deadlights. Uh-huh. I mean that album's not great, right? But that's but, the last track. But that and song is great, and it's as different. a closer. Yeah, um, which you don't really get that mm-hmm. um so anyways cool so you're start. first right yeah i'm, I'm first because maybe last you week. first and then gimme give gimme's give <laughs> i'm first now gimme gimme um gimme. so mine's uh weezer weezer album oh, sorry we weezer weezer yeah weezer? yeah because he was wheezy <laughs> so like he had like breathing problems wheezy. so they called him weezer oh i see yeah it's nice. like it's kind of like when you take the name Mm-hmm. Of like people are trying to make fun of you, and then you take it as your own. Like Dookie, yes, like Dookie, <laughs> Dookie, <laughs> like Duque. Duque. Yeah. Um, so Weezer off their album Pinkerton, which my favorite of their records. Mm-hmm. It's a banger, start to finish. Yeah, and then they took a long hiatus because <laughs> people didn't like it. Critics didn't like this it. This is album number two, two after the Blue album, right? Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. and it's so good. And critics shit on it. <laughs> and because of that, Rivers is like, okay, fine, I'm done. Yeah. I'm what's the do what's the hit off of this or hits? I don't think there is a hit. And see, that's the thing, right? Because like the Blue Album, because like they, a solid three or four. That, yeah, yeah. You so know, on, and then, you have Satan. So you've got Buddy Holly. You've got Undone the Sweater Song. Yeah. Um, those are like the singles, right. the hits off that record. Yeah. This one, the first single was El Scorcho. Right. Which that that album it's it's weird because it doesn't really like nothing pops mm-hmm. out you've yeah. got you could you could say I, this might be the hit yeah but it wasn't until later yeah so, this is very much like their artistic take yes. in a way yeah yes this is them being like this is 96 um, also I just yeah and a lot of this is the, a lot of this record is is extremely personal mm-hmm. to to rivers um, which at the time of this writing, he was uh, at Harvard getting his whatever degree he has. I don't really know what it is. Something smarter than me. I, I, don't, think, <laughs> I don't really think that going to Harvard is something to brag about anymore. Because everyone's like, oh, oh I, I went to Harvard. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I went to Harvard a lot. And it's like, okay, cool. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I, it's still something. It probably about. still is to the people who are like, <laughs> I went to Harvard. And yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah. That's, I like to, like, there's a lot of, like, like uh, um, 
Conan O'Brien, Colin Jost, like those guys that went through like SNL and different stuff, like they all went to Harvard and like, it's fun to hear them talk about it. Cause they're like, I mean, I went to Harvard, but like, I didn't go to like Harvard. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like um, I, yeah. So there were, there were three singles off this record, uh-huh. uh, El Scorcho, uh-huh. uh, which, which I think is the only one I know by yeah. name. Uh, the Good Life. Okay. And then Pink Triangle. Sure. Which could have made up any of those, and I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. Uh, they're, they're all really good songs, I, like by themselves. Yeah. But like nothing, like it's not say it ain't so. It's not right. Uh, anything else? Yeah. But this record is it. It's 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 weird, and it's it's cool, and like mm-hmm. has weird connections to other things. Okay. So like the one of the biggest is okay. When you think of the name Pinkerton, what do you think of? I mean, me personally. Yeah, you personally. I, first, I go to uh, the Weezer album. That's the first okay. thing I think of. <laughs> okay. Uh, but the Pinkertons was like a, a, a thing historically. They were the... Sure. What is it that you're uh, thinking of? It had something to do... It was a, a law and order and yep. cops or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were security force. That's There we go. Uh, Pinkertons. But that is not the reference that this is making. No? This reference is to Madam Butterfly. Interesting. I'm slowly shaking my drink off to the side, and it's so definitely getting So Puccini's 1904 opera, Hello. Madam Butterfly, where Pinkerton, uh-huh. the character of Pinkerton, was a, a general in the U.S. Mm. Army. Mm. Um, who were goes, the Pinkertons named after him? I don't know. No, no, like that was their last name, like the Pinkerton Security Force or whatever. Uh-huh. Oh, that, okay. that was like their names. Like my okay. name is John Pinkerton or okay, whatever it is. Uh, which they, which uh, Weezer got sco- sued by that company, saying, oh. "You can't use our name that way." And it's like, okay, well, this is a reference to Pinkerton in Madame right. Butterfly, so just, like, yeah. uh, no. Yeah. Which uh, the the story of Madame Butterfly is that a sailor. From the U.S. goes to Japan, uh-huh. um, which this ties into all this stuff. Um, goes to Japan, falls in love with a girl, has to leave, mm-hmm. and then that girl um, is like, he's never coming back. Mm-hmm. And then she kills herself because everything's a tragedy and mm-hmm. opera. Um, <laughs> and then he comes back. Uh-huh. Like immediate. Oh, okay. So the character is B.F. Pinkerton. Okay. Um, but in this, that song or like the the connection is uh, Cuomo described as an asshole American sailor similar to a touring rock star. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like the opera, the album contains references to Japanese culture. Hmm. So the... Uh, and this was really really cool as far as the CD goes. Album cover the album cover again, is. I just thought about that. Um, I, I, I really can't think of who the artist is, but you you know you think of your your typical Japanese landscapes. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It, it totally is. I didn't even put that together until like you were saying that. I was like, wait, now I yeah. need to go back and look at that. And then now, normally so. Back in the day, you'd have these things called CDs. Mm. They're called compact discs mm-hmm. and they would hold music you put them in a tray much like a non-fungible token <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah. so you oh um so now some things that were cool is like uh so the the back cover it's it's a piece of paper mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. and like a piece of paper has two sides on it ah. um and you could print stuff on the back and if you had the the cd tray if it was clear you could mm-hmm. see what was through it yeah. well this one didn't have a clear tray it has a black tray mm-hmm. But if you look like in the center, yeah. So I, I don't know how to describe this to to our younger <laughs> viewers. 
go to your parents <laughs> and get a CD. Uh, see if they even have one. House. Go to grandma's house and get a CD. Yeah. And then in the middle, you could like see through because yeah. it's just like it's a piece of plastic with a hole in it because mm-hmm. those have to like kind of force out. Anyways, and you could see something underneath and you're like, oh, that's interesting. That's weird. What is that? You'd open it up and there was actually printing on the back of that page and there was also a booklet oh. in there. Interesting. It was like hidden. Yeah. And like you didn't, it's like, oh, well, oh my God, I like, what is this? And it was a map of japan yeah not maybe not really and then like it had a whole bunch of like references on the map to the album that's cool and then like really cool that book booklet was um like handwritten Uh lyrics not really handwritten but like a photocopy of the lyrics or at least i think this is memory from 96 (laughs) yeah because it's been that long i remember in like my house that i grew up in mm-hmm. um in the den like listening to it, like this is so cool yeah like, wow, that's really I neat I, I like that they utilized all of the packaging and stuff for yeah, that, yeah. besides just the booklet and uh if we i i have a we should i need to write this down five iron frenzy did something like not that to that extent but um on the back of the back cover had their like nine inch nails rip off um logo that they did the fif where it's like oh, okay but the the two f's are facing in towards mm-hmm. the it's but they did that on one of their out but i think it was a similar thing like the the tray wasn't clear mm-hmm. so well now you, you had to know about it or whatever and then like you could pop it out of there and be like oh cool the, the, the yeah now you, now that you've brought up nine inch nails i'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna go where i was gonna because like, we write always down. bring up nine inch nails he's a great musician <gasps> great musician we didn't I, talk about billy eilish in the last episode we didn't haven't oh talked to him in a while in a while um anyways the i forget which nine inch nails record it was but it was i think it was the one that they created that alternate reality game for the marketing. sure anyways but you you so uh you get the CD, mm-hmm. it's black, mm-hmm. and I put it into the, the CD player, and I'm playing it, I'm playing it, and I was like, oh, this is really, really cool. Come out, and I was like, wasn't this a black record? Why is it white? I was like, all right, whatever. Put it away. It was uh, color, color changing. changing? That's it was cool. color changing ink based on heat. So, like, when you would play yeah. it, it would change colors, and That's you're just cool. like, that is so, like, <laughs> randomly cool yeah. that, like, the, the ink on the CD would change colors when you played it because yeah. it would heat up. Hmm. And I was like, that That's is... Neat. That is weird. Yeah. But it's cool stuff. Um, cool. Anyways, let's... Physical so media this, is This awesome. is Butterfly, the closing track off of Pinkerton. Yesterday I went outside With my mama's mason jar Caught a lovely butterfly The butterfly referring to Madam Butterfly. Sounds like he recorded it like in his bedroom. This apparently was the last thing recorded, mm-hmm. and it was just him and a guitar, and then Carl Cox, who has been like a friend of the band okay. for the, their entire career, <clears throat> playing like kick drum. Mm-hmm. Right. So a lot of the lyrical content on here is making reference to like oh you know there's these there's these girls or whatever you know the the, the touring rock star kind of thing mm-hmm. it's like oh you know i kept you and it's like i took a butterfly put it in a jar woke up and you were dead the next morning i don't know what happened yeah. it's like you put a butterfly in a jar obviously right. it's gonna yeah. die if you don't poke holes in it like when i was a kid and i caught a toad mm-hmm. and then i put it in a pond thinking it was a frog oh and that doesn't work that and then way. it drowned it <laughs> i think so okay yeah you don't know. I don't know. 
Yeah, this is like 20-year-old Rivers mm-hmm. in, in the 20s. Yes. In, not in the 20s, but in his 20s. <laughs> yeah. Trying to like figure out like who am I as a human being. Figure um, out love and life yeah, and, yeah. Which that's a weird line. I don't know what that means. Smell you on my hand. I, I mean, yes. Yeah, you read into it the way to take you it. Want. But I mean, just I don't know. You ever like even if it's just like you're wearing a sweatshirt and you give somebody a hug or whatever, yeah. like you smell them on you. Yeah. Yep. So that kick drum in the background, yeah. that's like like at 4 a.m. They're right. recording it. It's like, oh, we want to record this song. He had it. He's like, I don't know. And they did like two takes of it. And like yeah. the first one is this. Right. Guitar, acoustic guitar. I just said that. Because the guitar is vocals. That's it. Yeah. Just. And just took it however it came out. Yeah. And whatever. yeah. There's a lot of like. I don't want to say broken, but and it was also it was produced by them. Uh-huh. Like there was no like. Uh, in the first album was Rick Ocasek. Okay. Was I believe the cars. That, yes. Was was the producer of this, mm-hmm. and then they're like, no, no, we're gonna do it ourselves. Okay. So a lot of like things that like we don't know what we're doing, but yeah. whatever. It's yeah. it, it's it's very raw. It's very emotional. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I love this record. Yeah, I have to revisit it. And this is the direct reference to Madame Butterfly. Mm-hmm. I will return when the Robin makes, and then, but I'm I'm not coming back. Yeah. Or maybe that's the the idea of the character of yeah. like. And then maybe this is. There's a couple of like false endings. Yeah. Like almost hate to talk over it. It's so delicate yeah. and soft. Like a butterfly. Yeah, it's real nice. But it totally seems like it like all the things like like you were saying, like this is their record. They mm-hmm. produced it. They put it together. You know, they weren't obviously it didn't click with critics. It didn't you know Yeah. But uh, but again, this is the one this is the album that like Weezer fans all point to. Yeah, yeah. This is the one. Th- this you know? is there, there's. Did you do you watch Saturday Night Live? I mean, yeah. There was a there was a <laughs> skit with uh, Matt Damon. Okay. And they're like arguing over Weezer, being a Weezer fan on that. Yes. And, and like, there's these two people who's like, man, Pinkerton was like the last great record by oh, Pinkerton, right, yeah. and then everything else, and like they're yeah. arguing at like a dinner. It's like, does it? Are we, are we arguing over like the the rest of the people at dinner? Like, are they arguing over Weezer? Yeah, that's what's right. going on. <laughs> and then and then like Weezer then because they're they're into nerdy, mm-hmm. meme yeah. stuff. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> so so they're like, okay, cool. We're gonna make that like ride or die. Yeah. Because that was in the skit. Uh, it's like okay. I'm Weezer Ride or Die. So they made shirts that say Weezer Ride or That's Die awesome. since whatever. <laughs> and and Weezer are the type of people to do that. Just like like when they um everyone's like, Oh my god, Weezer should cover um Africa by Toto. Oh god, yeah. And then they're they're like, Okay, we'll cover a a, a Toto song and then mm-hmm. they, they cover uh what was what was the uh it starts with an R. I want to say Roxanne. Roxanne. It's not Roxanne. Oh, uh, Ro- uh, Rosanna. Rosanna. Yeah. So then they covered Rosanna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, but that's that's like, you, you said just to cover Toto. That's man. funny. Yeah. But then they released a, a covers album. Okay. The the Indigo album. Sure. Yeah. It wasn't that great. Yeah. Well, it was great. It was a covers album. 
by them, but they they just made all of the the covers sound like mm-hmm. this like the they song. They just did the song, yeah, but it's which, just Weezer doing it. Yeah, yeah. which is, which we talked about on a covers thing of like what makes a decent cover. Yeah, yeah, I got comments from friends about that one. Yeah, being like, well, what 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 do you say a cover is? And I'm like. This doing is, somebody else's song I don't know. <laughs> but i'm like jazz standards don't count as covers and like classical music doesn't count as a cover yeah i think i think if you jazz standards is where it, if you find a unique take on it i think you can make the case more welcome to our covers episode drink no um <clears throat> yeah anyway we can we'll talk about that on because we'll probably the, do the more ne- covers the episodes. Next, the next yeah. cover episode. But yeah, no, I, I like this track. Um, and and I like I like the personal feeling of it. Like, regardless of knowing, I like that now that I know more of the story and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it just feels, again, to an already very personal to the band album, to add this very personal track at the end and like different vibe than everything else too. And it's, it's cool. Mm-hmm. I dig it. Very cool. I like that. Um, we'll be back after these important messages from no sponsor whatsoever. Welcome back. After those. From literally nothing. It could be. It could be something. We just don't know. It's true. Eventually, it could be like an ad for... Me undies. Me. You undies. Some, some... We undies. I don't know. We, we undies. It's um, tandem, tandem underwear. <laughs> Trademark. TM. For you and your significant other or just your bud you're just hanging out watching football well it depends on how it is like is it two like in the front or is it side by side that's there um <laughs> there's different options Bo. oh my god we 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 at we undies like to give you <laughs> multiple options for <laughs> your tandem underwear experience <laughs> oh my anyway trademark brandon bitch <laughs> yeah tm um anyway so my tune <laughs> By also a band who super popular in the night. So I was saying to Bo off air, um, the sort of additional theme of besides closing tracks is that both of these bands are huge, Incubus and Weezer. He's trying to make connections. I'm always trying to make connections, Bo. Bands. Life is about connections. Anyway, but I, I, it's just something that kind of occurred to me, and it was like these are both massive bands, but that that like from the nineties, nineties and two thousands that like most people know but also might only know like two or three songs by yeah i mean you could just drive somewhere <laughs> yeah and then i would wish that you were here why don't you just make yourself <laughs> is there animali is, is, is there some <laughs> just saying rock fungus among us uh like grenades eight <laughs> <laughs> anyway um so this is the closing track off of morning view by incubus i i just want to point out something yes. I, I wish i could do this but like when people make those jokes that we just did but mm-hmm. like just of the same thing yeah. i think those are hilarious yeah and it's just like how how far can you go oh yeah with those like um kevin smith and ralph garman would do that okay. like sometimes with whatever they were talking mm-hmm. about and then uh, the foo fighters did it like they were Recently, for their 25th anniversary slash their 10th album or whatever it was, mm-hmm. um, they were doing like like looking at photos from like the past 25 years, uh-huh. and then at the end it, it was Dave and uh, Taylor Hawkins, and they were just like saying all these Same. things. Is like because I I it's like what was the thing called? It's like times like those. So they have a song a song oh, called Times, times like, like This, this. Yeah. and the th- and the the thing was called 
times like those because uh-huh. they were looking back at uh-huh. photos from there's like it's like it's like man you just gotta learn to fly <laughs> and then just kept going and i'm like no oh, this is the best you That's gotta funny. you gotta do yourself do this i'd have to think about that a little harder for more incubus yeah, yeah one songs two three there. four five six yeah there's eight albums okay. and the eighth album is super super creative it was eight okay yeah i kind of fell off with them yeah me too after after Probably actually the murder yeah i mean i was on i was into that one a little bit but just like megalomaniac and and animal is it animali on there no animal is on the next one the next one i yeah. liked that one i like a few songs off of that one but i that's about where i yeah sort of fall like off with i i love that animali song yeah which is technically anomaly Exi- but that's why it's so cool yeah but anyway, this is the last track off of Morning View, <laughs> which is uh, a great record, a fantastic record. This and is, again, like hit me. I, this was my senior year of high school. This was the year um, after my senior year of high school. Yeah. This was my I actually year went. College. So, so fun fact: uh, I saw them on this tour in, in Hershey the Sunday night before I graduated high school. We graduated on like Tuesday, and I know it was the Sunday night because we used to do our baccalaureate on the Sunday night before graduation, mm-hmm. and. But it was also that concert, so like we moved up baccalaureate early and whatever, so a bunch of us could could duck out and then head over to Hershey to see this show. Mm-hmm. So this was the first time I had ever seen them, and then I saw them on the Crow Left of the Murder tour also, which is a great show. I don't know if I saw these this band or not. I yeah, want to say the only I did. two times I've ever seen them. I so. th- I don't know when it was, but my memory, if memory serves correctly, I was at Kent. I wasn't at Kent State. I mm-hmm. mean, it, the show was at Kent State, but mm-hmm. I wasn't going to Kent State. Gotcha at the time a lot of things happened at kent state that i should have or could have gone to mm-hmm. like kevin smith was there mm. at probably while i was there and i was yeah. just like it was probably free and i could have i remember gone. my freshman year at mansfield dave Chappelle was there and you didn't go and i didn't go because it was like i heard he was not great because i think he was like super high and didn't really care about doing a show in yeah. mansfield but it was also before Chappelle show and stuff like i knew him from like half-baked maybe but mm-hmm. i didn't really know his stand-up and whatever but it's like, yeah, he was definitely there. I remember I could have gone for ten bucks, but the other uh thing that I could have seen was Smashing Pumpkins before they like broke up the first time. Oh, okay. So it was like their last shows with Darcy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it would have been like that would have been so cool. Mm. Yeah. Uh so this is a track, uh, besides being the last track that has just always resonated with me. I've just mm-hmm. always really liked it. Um like again this is high school had like a breakup my senior year with this girl it was like you know i was a senior i think she was she was a junior and it was like i was gonna be going to college and whatever but also like we still liked each other and whatever so like the 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 lyrics behind this is like the whole thing of like maybe we'll see each other again further down the river and like i, I think that's kind of cool Aww, uh, yeah it's sweet. kind of sweet and whatever but like that's but just that kind of thing I, i've talked before about i'm very much a romantic and so those kinds of things mm-hmm. it's, it's it appeals to me and just the whole vibe of the tune is is totally different than everything else um you know, this this was their first album that they really got less heavy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they I guess Make Yourself but was that transition also. But, like, this was the first one where, like, there's a lot more acoustic guitars on this and, like, yeah. <laughs> different stuff and, and not so much of the crunchy guitars and different things. And yeah, so. I'm trying to, like, find things because the studio is cool. Like, where they, where recorded. they recorded. And okay. I believe – so it's uh, – at one point, it was called the Stern House. Okay. Um, I don't know why. That is not something I know as much about this um, band. But apparently now it's it's just called the Morning View. 
Oh, okay. Morning cool. View Studios. Nice. Because and and I think a, a band more recently recorded there. Okay. And I want to say it was Foo Fighters, but I don't hmm. really know. Interesting. But somewhere along that caliber, so it was like on the ocean in Malibu. Yeah. Like you could go out and be like, "There's the ocean." Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Um, yeah, because I assume the the front cover is the view in the morning from maybe. probably outside the studio, or at least where they're. This album has like so much. Uh, as f- this is, I think, the first one that we're both like, we know this record. Yeah, it's not like, oh, here's something new. Yeah, like yeah, because uh, this like going back to several episodes we've done. You know, you and I have a lot of overlap in our in our musical interests and band interests and stuff. But like, even with like Under Oath and Thrice, I was have been aware of Thrice but never listened to them. You've been aware of Under Oath but never listened to them. Yeah. You know, even even with your your pick of Weezer, obviously I know Weezer and have listened to them some, but like, yeah, you're right. This is probably the first one that we both really have both engaged with fully on this yes. album. Yes. And it's actually making me want to go back and revisit the whole thing again. This album? Because I haven't in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. My, uh, my band in high school, actually, we covered... Circles? No. <laughs> I like that scene, though. Just a uh, face. No, we covered... Um, Mexico? For sure, Wish You Were Here, and also probably Nice to Know You. Yeah. But again, that, was, that would have been kind of a little bit, not cutting edge, but like groundbreaking because like usually we cover stuff that had been out for a bit but these were both fairly new you, you know how like them. you can hear the title and then like you you hear you it instantly hear it, right yeah. like that's I'm, I'm going through it's like nice to know you i'm like nice to know you Goodbye. yeah right like, i actually heard wish you were here like two days ago at physical therapy it was weird i was like oh shoot i hadn't heard that but forever. but all of this stuff like yeah. I'm, I'm just like blood on the ground blood yep. on the ground beats blood and you know yeah. I, th- nobody's gonna like it's like what? Yeah. that doesn't sound like it but 11 a.m like i loved that song mm-hmm. Like, cause he's just like, I can imagine just like laying in bed mm-hmm. and listening to, I was like, did I throw something away? <laughs> People were know, know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Do you know what song I really like off of this too is, um, everything Mexico. Mexico is great. Yeah. Mexico was there. Um, like that, that this album's version of the previous albums. Uh, what's the song drive? Dri- yeah. Yeah. Which I kind of like, and eh, do you have to put that on there? Yeah, I I like what they did with Drive later on when they started doing live shows, and also when they got uh, Ben Kenny on bass from the Roots. Oh, the new the they new. started doing like they just kind of like messed with it because because it was like one of those things that was like God, I guess we have to play this. At least I'm assuming that's kind of what they <laughs> Maybe thought it could be. But like they started messing with it a little bit more to the point of like the first time I heard it live after like when they started messing with it, I didn't know what it was at first. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Because it wasn't just that it wasn't acoustic ding, guitar ding, riff. Ding. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was something else. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like when they play, just like when they, when they started doing um, certain shade of green, mm-hmm. more in that acoustic key style and stuff, and like became like just took on this whole new life as a new tune. Yeah. So Th- that's that's why I like covers. Mm-hmm. And 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 is when you can change the song, or and even, even when the- a band, maybe not cover yeah. but reimagines. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dave Matthews does that. A lot, uh-huh. like because they're they're a jam band. Yeah. They, they write it like, oh, this is our three minute song, but like, let's what well, can we, we can do? open this what up? What can for we do for ten, 10 minutes? minutes? Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where some of the things that that like, oh, I love this version of the song. Uh huh. Like, I don't have a lot of Dave Matthews Band albums. I have mm-hmm. a lot of their live albums because, okay. and they're like, you got to listen to this track on this one because mm-hmm. it's like it does this boom 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 like this. That's a friend of mine um, is a big Fish fan, and he. Um, 
he actually did a presentation at um, the AP Music Theory reading a couple summers ago about a fish song, but it was like, yeah, okay, so they they recorded it like twice. <laughs> it's like this live version and that live version, whatever, yeah. and, like th- that kind of specific stuff like that. Yeah. That so like my one of my favorite things to do on the guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is probably really quiet. It's like a, it's a really cool exercise just on the guitar, but okay. like that is what like in one of a Dave Matthews songs that like I would like it was like how they ended it and then I don't have a pick on me yeah but it's just this uh-huh. and then it would it would be get like really really intense where mm-hmm. like uh, what is his name Buford Buford Carter King oh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. their drummer would be like like he's an amazing drummer as yeah. well maybe we'll have Dave Matthews maybe my one sister loves Dave Matthews I it's a band I never really got into I was um uh, actually speaking of my high school band so uh like the cover rock band whatever i was in that um my friends and i but we we played our dance marathon um each year and i remember like dave matthews was huge in late 90s early 2000s and stuff and especially amongst uh people i went to school with and stuff and mm-hmm. i remember like we never did any of the songs mostly just because i didn't really care for them but i remember one time i was like who likes dave matthews and everybody was like yeah and I was like, cool, here's a song by Incubus or whatever, like some other <laughs> random thing. <laughs> Just me being a little jerk. That's, that's, that's funny. That's good. We should get to this tune because it's kind of a long one. It is. Ten minutes later. Yeah. Um, yeah. So aqueous transmission. You should also talk about the instrumentation. Okay. Some guitar-like thing in the left you channel. Don't, you know what it is? I mean, it sounds very sitar-like or 12-string. It is. It's a, a and then there's like Pippa, okay. P-I-P-A. Sure. No, Pippa. no, like I'm, yeah. And and I know the story with like he was he was given that instrument like as a gift. Okay. And he's like, well, I should probably Mike learn- Eisinger, the yeah, guitar yeah. player. Yeah. And he's like, I should probably learn how to play it. And then there's like a little bit of the DJ stuff like that still existed I'll, from I'll, them, like a the lot lead of in the into strings. That. And I believe that that flute the part flute. is oh. is a sample. Oh, okay. I was gonna guess because Shakuhachi, which I, I mean, know about from Adam Neely. But yeah. so this, like, right away, this is mood. this is a vibe. Like, you know. You could just do this for, like, two minutes. I mean, they do it for, like, five minutes at the end of the tune. Do you think that was, like, a loop? I like, the Pippa is just a loop. It might be. I don't know, though, like... I, I'd be curious to know about how they did things. Because this is so multi-layered. Like, there's so yeah. much going on in here. Listening back to this right uh, now... Yeah. It's like, it's it's interesting, the production value. Because, yeah. like, when, when the vocals started, everything got pushed right. really far back. Yeah. And now I'm noticing that there's uh, the, the Pippa. There's... There's two of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the same thing. It might be just like EQ differently. Yeah. And it's definitely quieter in the right yeah. and louder in the left. And now they've... There's also like nature sounds and there's like yeah. random percussion and different things. And Yeah. Well, the fact that they have a DJ still in the band at this point too, like you kind of wonder like... He has kind of uh, expanded his role. Yeah. As instead of just turntables. Right. I mean, you get the turntable stuff in here, but then you kind of just wonder, like, what else was he providing, especially in a tune like this? 
Well, he's probably doing all of the uh, live all music the, stuff. Live, he's yeah. doing the strings, right? Like yeah. he's, he's programming stuff. But I believe he plays keys now okay. as well. I was gonna say, like, that's why I keep saying, like, they had a huge, like, I don't even is he even still in the band? Like, is that even still, you know? Yes. I, like I said, I've kind of fallen off with them. But yeah, this tune is great too when you're driving, just at night, early in the morning. It's more of a nice song. Do you think so? That's I. This is random. I just like now thought of it. It's like some morning view, but like you get through the day, and then this is the. Evening. Could be. Could this album be just like a day in the life? Could be. Yeah. Especially with like 11 a.m. So yeah, he now. Um, Turntables, keyboards, theremin, synthesizers, piano. Dope. Like that is all yeah, that he awesome. does. And then you said this is the great part as yeah. well. With the pit strings. And he started doing keyboards and in, in um, 2004. Yeah, 2004. Okay. So Crow left the murder era. Yeah. Because probably was like. Yeah, I, I can do this DJ stuff, but yeah. like, we're not new metal anymore. Right, yeah. I don't need to do any certain table Yeah, speaking of bands evolving, like, these guys changed drastically. Yeah. You know? I did not um, did not follow along with them. Yeah. But that, uh, his Chris, Chris Gilmore, he joined in uh, 98. Okay. It's probably around the time... So Science, yeah, yeah, probably after Science came out, like late. okay. So really, he was on Make Yourself, yeah, uh, yeah, because uh, DJ Life with a Y, oh, right, uh, yeah. was the DJ. Okay. So he's DJ Gilmore yeah. or Kilmore. And then it just kind of does this, yeah, for a while, for like, it's a just, very long time. And like we we haven't really been. T- I mean, we've been talking about the tune a bit, but like uh, it's just. Yeah, like I said, this was the first thing that popped in my head when you said closing track as a theme. And I like closing tracks like this where it, it's puts a theme. It just kind of just keeps going and, yeah, puts you to bed, puts it to bed. Like, Well, that's that's what I wanted to talk about uh, a little bit with my choices. Like, Butterfly doesn't really, it doesn't, I mean, it's a very, sh- it's a pop song. It's like, two and a half it, minutes, it, it, whatever. It does yeah. its thing. But, like, all of the great ones, so like uh, Champagne Supernova, uh-huh. it does this. It's super yeah. long. It just drags out. Yeah. And a bunch of other ones that I looked up, like mm-hmm. just like it's it's like it's the song, and then it just keeps going, and it's just kind of like the actual. You just gone through this experience. Mm-hmm. Now we're gonna like put you to bed, mm-hmm. kind of idea. The other one, I I actually went to Crow Left to the Murder because. I think as I referenced this before, as I was going through albums, I would think I knew what the last track was and then realize that there actually was another track after it. So with Crow Love to the Murder, Here in My Room, which is a total vibe shift as well mm-hmm. and is one of my favorite tunes by them, I always associate as being the last track because it's the last one I usually listen to because <laughs> I like it so much. But there is one more after that. I gotcha. I, this, I think this, by the way, is the first time that we've ever like, just not stopped it yeah well and it's an eight minute song so you should just kind of let it go yeah but and the but, but this, i mean this this, this one especially just like it evolves driving down down an empty like road at night chilling with your headphones on like just you know what i mean Why like you driving just, with headphones on no i'm saying like that's a different thing <laughs> driving down the road at night period <laughs> sitting in your room with headphones on like just okay. putting this on and just kind of like letting it 
wrap around you in a way. And it does evolve. It changes. Like it. Okay, so it's been doing this for like three minutes now. Oh, but that, it, like, that, but that type of thing is like it never changes. Yeah, that's but why I mean, I'm thinking like it the, might be like a loop. The flute stuff changes, and the strings oh, yeah. change, and this comes in, and that comes out, and the animal sounds, and the different stuff. Like, yep. yeah. Yeah. We still have a minute left. I know. <laughs> and now the frogs and yeah, and it's, bugs it's and everything comes back in. Is it just frogs for the next minute? It's just this for like the next minute. I actually thought the music kept going a little bit longer. The the music is about seven minutes, and then the frogs are the rest. Because it puts you to bed. Uh-huh. It just does that. And and yeah, so Champagne Supernova was like one of the the ex- thoughts here, uh-huh. but I didn't choose it because it was long. Whatever. <laughs> You're just like whatever, sense. and then hurt. Hmm. Which that's a completely different vibe mm-hmm. because of what that is. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll we'll put that on eventually. Yeah. But not as a <laughs> good night, guys. <laughs> no, you're not supposed to talk. I know. You're supposed to just leave it. I know, but I can't. It'd be funny if we got like the the like uh, claim the copyright copyright claim, claim just, just just for, because just the for the frogs at the end because <laughs> we talked over the whole thing yeah except we let frogs speak the 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 D, D, C, M, dmca or whatever yeah, yeah. take that thing take down notice yeah Blocked. so yeah that's our uh, unless you have anything more to say as i say that's no, our man. closing I, tracks episode I, that album is another great album. Uh, great I, album i really think like so the the openers mm-hmm. uh episode and this episode Listen to those listen four to albums. The albums. Yeah, for listen sure. To, start to finish. Listen mm-hmm. to those albums, and then also listen to Manchester Orchestra, A Black Mile to the Surface, because <laughs> yeah. that's that was also an opener. Mm-hmm. Um, don't listen to <laughs> uh, de- the deadlines. The deadlines. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I don't think you can. It's like blocked everywhere. Yeah. Um, listen to to Poe Haunted. That's another sure. great album. Mm-hmm. Any other albums? I mean, all of them. All of them. Uh, listen Lizzie, to Lizzie McAlpine's "Give Me a Minute." Like that whole album again. Like yeah. flows really well. She was mentioned on Rick Beato's. I just watched video. that. Yeah, that's cool. Ten, ten female artists to listen to. Mm-hmm. But all YouTubers. Uh, it was cool. Instagram. Instagram or YouTube, TikTok, whatever. Uh, Mara, who you talked about too. I was like, oh shoot, I know her. She's great. Cool. So if you'd like to join the conversation over at the Discord, it's yeah. in it's in the it's in the, the links in the, in the in the show notes. Yeah. Wherever uh, you're listening, thank you. Uh leave a leave a review would be awesome. I mean yeah, five stars or five whatever, stars is preferably. the easiest one for you to yeah. do. You just need to hit the five. <laughs> Click right? all five stars. Click all five. Unless um, you really hate us, but then you know, smash that that <laughs> thumbs down twice. Yeah. You but hate it that yeah, much more. just engage. We appreciate it. Uh share on social media and different things and, and talk, we, talk we, it up. We have been growing recently friends and folks. Yeah. And I would appreciate it to be even more. So tell your friends, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at two tunes podcast. And if you want to email us the old fashioned way, if you're, if you're over the age of email, <laughs> yeah. Uh, two tunes. Do we podcast, get any emails that aren't just junk? It's just junk. Two, two tunes, tunes podcast, podcast at gmail.com. Cool. But really the quickest way for both of us yeah. is either Instagram or discord. Or Facebook, or or, and, or email, <laughs> or email. <laughs> Carrier pigeon, carrier pigeon, yeah, um, smoke signals. 
that's the best, man. It's really hard to understand, and, and it, it, you have to be pretty close. Anyway, so why don't you just come and talk to me? <laughs> sure. Like, just walk over. Yeah. Put your mask on now. Put your mask on. Cool. Thanks for listening. All right. Bye, guys.